Hi everyone. Welcome back to the TBH podcast. This is episode 6 and it's 6. Yeah, already. Wow, guys. It's episode We're six. halfway through <laughs> the first season. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh I think the last episode was pretty light. We wanted to have something a bit more fun. So we made it school themes and uh we looked at a bunch of them. Uh, again, if you have any good suggestions, actually, I would love yeah. to pull up a few suggestions another time. Suggestions or feedback or whatever, just just send it our way. Yes, we would love it. You know. Anyway, this podcast is for everyone to see. Yeah. So if you guys have any inputs, we would definitely incorporate them. Mm-hmm. Uh. Anyway, the topic of today's podcast is standardized tests. Yay! Clap, clap, clap. <laughs> But yeah, the yeah, it's a very it's a very prominent aspect in most of our lives, especially those who want to study abroad. I mean, from India abroad, as in in the US or anywhere UK, Canada, anywhere else. Yeah. I don't think you need it for Indian schools, but you would need it for Well, you don't need standardized tests for Indian schools. I mean, you will need other forms of standardized tests like the oh. JEE and the Oh, um, the like boards. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but basically, like all of you, you need different standardized tests to get into different like medical schools or engineering schools in India and things like that. But they kind of all function. I feel the same way as the SAT or the ACT because they're all time tests, which you just have to go and write and get it over with. Right. Yeah. The, okay. But I, I know like a lot of parents end up pressuring kids. To, I mean, I took the SAT in uh, December. And yes, it was a pretty perfect. bad idea for me because um I had like my actual school end of term exams like a day after so uh, I didn't really plan yeah. that well. I know the next one's coming up in March. I think the next year March so, should be March or April. Uh yeah and I know a lot of kids are like rushing for the test center like when I went um the test center was like packed despite you know COVID. Despite wow. COVID. And there's like a lot of kids and a lot of parents outside. They're just like stressing. They're like, okay, um, <laughs> I hope my son gets in. You know, otherwise his admission will go. Please, ma'am, please. And I'm like, okay, okay. Wow. Yeah. That, that's that's really weird. When I went to take my ACT in September, it was September, so a while back. I it was I think maybe the situation was a bit worse back then than it is now. So actually, there weren't a lot of like we had frames on our desks so we wouldn't be able to look at anybody or do anything like that. And they made us like hand sanitize before entering like every room or something like that. But honestly, it wasn't so bad cuz there was like distance that was maintained and in, in terms of like security and like sanitation it wasn't bad at all. Yeah. So I think maybe now people are getting a little bit more um free or like open and they don't care too much. I mean <laughs> that's why they're all just packing around and doing whatever they want. I mean they've been stuck in this predicament for like a good half. I mean it's going to be a year or so a year. Actually it, it I think it has already been a year in some countries. <laughs> yeah, but um can you imagine like we've been stuck all this time but I mean because of covid a lot of these standardized tests have like a lot of universities have accommodated like people yeah. who aren't able to reach test centers maybe not for our graduation batch but maybe not for the batch of 2022 but definitely for 2020 and 2021 they've yeah, accounted for it they're like oh it may not be possible for you to travel all the way to a test center so we'll 
go test blind or will go test optional or something like that. But as far as I could tell, I heard that most universities are just generally going SAT optional. Yeah. Like, regardless of whether COVID was there or not. Because, of course, there are many, like, differences and... Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different people out there, so having one standardized test that's supposed to determine all of their fields. Yeah, I think I think standardized testing is. I mean, I don't know. I like it. Unpopular opinion. I like it. Actually, like a lot of people will hate me for saying this. A lot of you I've talked to uh, for saying yeah. this. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But I like it. But I think it's gonna fade out of existence slowly. See, the thing is, with standardized tests, like in my case, for example, I'm much better in English, okay? Like, if I'm looking at the SAT where you only have English and math, for English, I'm in like a very high percentile, but it's math that drags me down really low. And because of that, I... Your entire school my entire just score, gets messed up. Yeah, it gets messed up. So when I am applying to universities, it's not... They can't see like my potential in English. They're just judging based off my horrible failure in <laughs> math. Um, so... That's kind of an yeah, issue. Yeah, that's, that's, that is true. You kind of have to do an all-around thing. Yeah, you have to be an all-around you to get a good score. Maybe. Yeah, definitely. Because otherwise, I mean, it, it looks really imbalanced. <laughs> like yeah. Right now, if you look at my score, it's pretty imbalanced. But um, I know that a lot of people take stress. Uh, they have like a lot of stress pent up because of this. Um, mm, yeah. Uh, I, I know like there are kids in our grade who have started their SAT prep like at least two or three years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, I, I, I know people who started SAT prep in like ninth grade or something when you take the test in like 10th or 11th maximum. Yeah. I'm, and I'm like a little concerned of why would you do that? I mean, I thought I had a really big lead because I started my SAT prep like six months before I took the exam. <laughs> Turns out it wasn't. Okay, well, I started my SAT prep at the start of 10th grade. So I had a year. Oh, okay. I, I didn't. I, but I took a lot of standardized tests. Uh, like, yeah, practice, practice tests. I mean, I think that's all that matters. Maybe the people who start early just don't pay attention, but then they get into it, into the rigor as they like grow up or whatever progress and, and then like the way that you study for these tests are really different like if i know there's textbooks and stuff and you solve questions from there but then of course there are few people who just generally study better if they're in like an actual testing environment mm-hmm. and they're writing the paper completely yeah that's true um i know that worked for me really well because then when i was taking the actual sat i wasn't as scared as i would have been yeah, because you're more comfortable I'm i get more that comfortable. No, but the thing is for the standardized tests i feel like there is now there's like a pattern that goes that that you can see throughout all of the tests like and that's that's how they teach you that's how they like make you learn how to write tests they make you follow that pattern you use all those like tips and tricks to help solve questions yeah. so they're like oh there will at least be one type of passage in this reading paper and to do that you'll have to solve this first and then look at it this way and there's all of that there yeah, those so, are that's like years yeah. of experience, you know, like taking the SAT over and over again, they've collected that experience. So in a way, taking an SAT prep center that gives you those tips is great, but you know. It's great, but like, honestly, I never like, yeah, exactly. My, my prep center was like, oh yeah, for English, you got to remember, uh, there's this thing called fanboys, which is, <laughs> sorry, I can't say it with a straight face. It's used for conjunctions, I think. It's like for and nor. That's a bunch of other stuff which I don't remember because I can't do English grammar, okay? 
So they give you a bunch of grammar stuff in English, and I was like, I this is my first language. Why don't I know this? But they they give you grammar tips, and they're like, oh yeah, if you see a comma before this, then that means it's like, uh, like an independent clause or whatever. I I know this is like factually incorrect for sure, but whatever it is, like they give you tips like that, and I never use them. Well, those tips are valuable though. But like, it I, is. I, I, it but helps some people, but I. I could not use them. I just went by year. What sounded right to me, yeah. I wrote it down. And they always they they used to tell me they're like, yeah, Sonia, don't do that because you could get wrong. Like maybe it doesn't sound right in your head. But I'm like, okay, well, whatever. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> feel so bad saying this. No, but it, it's true. Like I feel like even if they do give me those kind of tips, I'm not gonna remember them. <laughs> no, but uh, I know I know people who've actually who like make a proper guidebook on how to solve like the Ooh. English things like proper like cheat sheets with all the tips noted down and I'm like why would you do that I, I don't think you even use them and they're like yeah no but I do okay wait that's actually like kind of smart though. that's interesting yeah people actually do that they they write down every like like every one of those like bits of advice that you get from your like teachers or coaches and they write it all down so they all have it in one place oh wow wait that's it the thing yeah i know people have done that yeah dude if they have those booklets can we please send them to all of us i I think uh the 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 friend in mind that i'm talking about i think only did it for english yeah but still i just kind of like left it for the rest of them like screw it are there tips and tricks for math though like i mean not really math it's like i think all they do is like they they just teach you the concept and just make you apply it Okay. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> uh, yeah, if there were tips and tricks in math, I think it'd be much easier to pass. <sighs> but um, I guess in the end, these standardized tests kind of end up. They end up stressing me out a lot because mm. when I when I know that if I don't do well in this, I'm not gonna get to the university that I prefer. Yeah, I know. It, it brings a lot of stress to I think everyone who takes it. I think that's one of the major disadvantages. Yeah. yeah. It because uh, it, it like really punches your confidence. You know, like you have everything else. Like your GPA is fine. You have your extracurriculars. Yeah. Um, you have everything. But then you know you just don't have your SAT score up to the mark, and that could be like a major factor for your application. That's true. And because of that, I do get very stressed out. And I was kind of hoping that our batch as well maybe test optional. But um, I, don't I don't know. We'll see how it turns out yeah. later. There might, there might be like a third or fourth wave of COVID. We'll see. <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> like, please. Uh, yeah, yeah, go. sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, no, it brings a lot of stress to everybody. I, I, I know about it. But I also think that if you... It depends on like the person, person to the person. Because... Some people might see like a slightly like a score much lower than what they expected and they might think okay well next time I know it's going to be better and some people have a lot of that motivation to just push them but I know like I I I don't know how they do it Oh uh, that's yeah that's, I, that's they very... just immediately they they don't even like take a minute to like be bogged down by it and that's kind of actually really inspirational to me. Yeah, that's that's a totally different mindset. Mindset, they're it's just uh, in that groove. That's something I envy. That's something yeah. that I would really like to have. Because regardless, you know, when I screw up in like a test or something, I, I will feel overthink bad. it and yeah. I will feel like shit. <laughs> I, I'll feel like really bad about it. Like, you know, and then... Um, but then there are people who can just pick themselves up and be like, no, it's going to be better next time. Like, yeah. I'll get there eventually, but I need like a couple of days to just wallow in my misery just a little bit longer. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Yeah. 
but uh, that, that is actually a really admirable trait like mm-hmm. I really enjoy people who um, go out there and have like this positive mindset that you know they're not going to be held back because of one slip up yeah but then uh, see the thing is about the SAT I, as I think I've mentioned at the beginning it's inflexible you know so mm-hmm. when you're considering like how there's so many different types of people in the world there are so many kids who um come from very different backgrounds you know and many different socio-economic um backgrounds yeah <laughs> sorry i ran out of synonyms <laughs> but um i feel like you know uh if you're having like one standardized test to measure everything it may not be measuring everything fairly Mm-hmm. if you think about it cuz of course kids have their own strength you know there may be people who are really good true. at math who suck like absolutely or suck at english yeah i know but then you but know then there are people who are great in english like, and like suck you, at math, and suck like at math like me <laughs> so um you know you yeah know. i know that's no, that's a that's a thing that needs to be considered because we all have our own strengths and weaknesses and standardized tests don't test them in any which way i mean not really Of course. Yeah. And they don't test them all completely, you know. Yeah, but like again, you know, you have to think about it think about it from both perspectives. Mm. See, while I am like a huge advocate of making stuff test optional, maybe <laughs> partly because I'm worried about my own score and because I'm scared of like SATs and uh-huh, stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I do understand why certain universities require it because Yeah, um, it's 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 it it just provides a set of standards. Yeah. It's got a structure. It's like a baseline to compare everyone. And that way you get like you can measure people's like, you know, growth and and like their analytics and stuff like that. But again, it doesn't provide a fair baseline. It's, yeah, of course. That's that's the thing. There's always two sides to a coin. But there's one thing. I don't know if you can count it as like a good thing or a bad thing, but um Uh, the SAT, of course, like when you're grading, like your test, it's objective, so it's very all, much. It's all done through like a computer, right? Okay, so, but then again, there could be mistakes. Yeah, yeah, but that see, that means like the score that you get, it wasn't like and there wasn't like any bias that was kind of forcing it in one direction, you know? That's true. It, it that means if you screw up, it's basically on you, and that's why I said I don't know if it's like a good thing or a bad yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, but, like if you screw up, it's on you, but you know that. other people didn't like do this on purpose to you or anything like that if if that situation were to ever arise like that i don't think it would but then again you have examiners who grade your essays oh okay maybe the es- but the essays but the essays no and the thing is they they make the essays as unbiased as possible i know in ACT at least you have two examiners for your essay and it's out of like six points right so if one examiner gives you a 3 and the other one gives you a 5 that's more than a that's a two point difference and that's much more than they need so they bring they'll bring a third examiner in to settle the score yeah so they do that if there's more than a point difference between the two examiners they have to bring someone else in that's actually that's actually good that's fair mm-hmm. that's fair that that is actually a better policy when yeah. it's graded i think so uh, but you know the entire point of it is that It, it it's very it's very different for each person you know mm-hmm. maybe for like certain people the sat works for you you know you're able to do well in it you can answer the questions and it's fine but then other people who are like genuinely stumped at the question yeah because you, you can i mean they would be good at other things they might be good in class they might be good in like whatever 
extracurriculars they're doing or whatever field of academics they've chosen to pursue but they just may not be good at working in like three hours of a time frame and doing a bunch of things at once oh my god i remember when i was taking my sat because it was three hours like they had the reading section first right i almost fell asleep dude yeah i was I know. so tired See, that's the problem about sat reading <laughs> and i say this to everyone i know because i didn't take the sat but sat reading puts me to sleep ACT reading, on the other hand, is so much better, and I always try to plug it in. I'm like, they don't even sponsor me. They should sponsor me for the amount of times I've told people to take the ACT instead of the SAT. They should freaking sponsor me, but they don't. <laughs> but ACT reading is is like faster. You only have 35 minutes to answer 40 questions. Oh, that's nice. Wait, but. 40? Yeah, cool. yeah. Okay, that's, that's you only have bad. 35 minutes to answer 40 questions, so it's a bit. You need to have like decent time management to just like get through it. But it's so fast paced; you don't fall asleep. Okay. <laughs> See, that's that's the issue. Okay, when we're coming to the SAT, I I honestly feel that um, they should let us do whatever section you want to start with first. <laughs> like, why reading? Okay, I could say reading to the end. Let me finish math first. My brain is fresh. But no. Oh yeah, that's true because you do reading. And then you get like a break for writing because writing, at least to me and I think to you, writing is not so bad. Writing is pretty chill. But some people, some people actually stress a lot about writing. Really? I I don't know. But but then you got you get to math afterwards and your brain is like so dead from the reading. And you have to sit and work down like work out like a bunch of math problems and you're like no. I'm honestly. It's really off-putting. It is off-putting. Like, I, I, I know, like, oh, I remember there was this one kid, okay, in my testing center. Um, basically, you know how when you're supposed to, like, take the SAT, you're supposed to shade in the bubbles while doing the section, right? Yeah, This yeah. kid thought that he can shade it in after. Like, he just has to mark all the answers first and then shade it in later. Oh, my God. I, I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking. Oh, you're saying, like, mark answers on the booklet? On the booklet. Like, and shade, then shade oh it in later. Oh, and then he's like, uh, oh, excuse me, ma'am, can I uh, shade it in now? And she's like, what? No, what are you doing all this time? <laughs> he's like, I was answering the question. He's like, why didn't you just shade it in then? And there was this huge drama. And then like everyone in my testing center was like, some, like 10 people like, staring. <laughs> like, okay. And then um, she's like, please come with me. And they took him outside. Oh my God, yeah. no, that poor guy. He, he should have known. Yeah, I, think, I mean, I think, the, I think the blame falls on him. Like, no, yeah, like poor, he should know. Poor guy, but he should have known. I, they probably like, I don't know what they did to him. Maybe they canceled his course and just asked him to like retake it later or something. Uh, but he was still there in our testing center. Like he didn't leave. Like I mean, he just he just walked out. He had a word with the principal and he came back. He came back and did he like do the test? Or I think so. I, I don't know. I'm not really. I'm, I'm not really sure. I was again half asleep when <laughs> that all happened. So uh, actually, you know, the only entertaining part about the SAT reading section is like the nar- narrative. The the fiction. The fiction. The first one. Yeah. The first one you read. Yeah. The first one you read because that's like a story, right? So I guess, but that's like that's like old old fiction, no, like classic fiction. Yeah. I mean, the one that I got was pretty interesting. But it was I, I remember this one SAT practice test I had. My fiction was Sherlock Holmes. Ooh. And I mean, like, while I haven't read the original books, I've watched the TV show. Okay, Sherlock is... And I've watched it. And, like, some of the questions are, like, um, what is true about Sherlock's characteristics or whatever. I'm like, I know these answers. That's the only time I ever felt good on a reading section. Do I love Sherlock? <laughs> 
don't know. I have that Funko Pop set of him. Like the, oh, yeah. the little action figure. I'm so happy. Uh, oh, we went off That's topic. That's such an off topic. <laughs> <laughs> you go from standardized tests to Sherlock figurines. Dude, but Sherlock figurines, like... No. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm gonna get back on topic. But, you know, if you guys know anywhere, I can get, like, cheaper. Funko Pop is so expensive, though. I'm sorry. Are I you actually... <laughs> I'm gonna take this off. Okay. Topic, but, um, um, but yeah. Ha. Uh, again, back to standardized tests. Yeah. There, I think we've all continuously mentioned throughout the whole thing that there has been like a sort of stress associated with it. So oh. I saw like this post. Okay. I'm just gonna read it out. I'm too scared to check my score. I always see people get excited when they get an email that their scores are released, and here I am, too terrified to check what I got. You may ask, why though? Well, my answer to that is my parents. I did pretty terrible on my previous SAT, and I'm sure I did just as bad, and I'm literally so anxious. And honestly, I can relate to this person very, very hard because um, on, I, I feel really anxious when checking my score, dude. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm never one of those people who are so excited when like report cards and scores come out. Cause, dude, like, no, see, that's the thing. See, I'll, I'll, I'll be excited, but then momentarily, like before I click open, I'm like, wait. Wait, 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 I'm not ready. <laughs> so, I hate it when that happens. No, I totally get where this person's coming from. Because there's stress all the way through. There's stress before you write the test. There's stress during the test. And then you get the anxiety after the test when you're about to receive your results, yeah. too. It's just a continuous process of stress and anxiety. And that sucks. And you know, like, the reason why this person's so scared about their test score is because of their parents. Mm. And that's something that I do find pretty common especially here and in, in, amongst our peers here in India. Yeah. I mean, when I went to my test center, like I told you before, there's a lot of parents just like escorting their kids there. I mean, my mom just like dropped me off and she's like, okay, I'll see you later. Bye. Okay, bye, good luck. <laughs> she's like, good luck. Uh, but then there's like these other parents that keep like standing with their kid, feeding them a banana, being like, okay, all right, here's the game plan. Stay yeah. focused. Remember Read. what you studied, okay? Stay focused. Don't, I don't, I don't know what parents say like that. <laughs> my, my mom didn't really do that. My mom dropped me off and she was like, Okay, good luck. Don't uh, write well, okay? It's fine. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And you don't know, I, I've, I've the, the best, I wouldn't say best part, but as soon as I finished writing my test and my, like, my mom came to pick me up and she told me that she had a dream the night before my test that I failed my ACT. And then she was like, I didn't want to tell you before your test because I didn't want you to get like unmotivated and i'm like you tell me afterwards then do you like you're making me overthink my entire performance now you should have told you when you got here so she's like oh you know i had a dream that you failed good thing that you passed it's okay yeah we brought it up later i was like okay thank god your dream didn't come true there <laughs> but i think most parents no, they they really stress because um the parents here are like oh you know SAT is like a direct ticket uh, um, to your college to your college abroad you know so like oh my god if they ACT they can get anywhere and uh, I said ACT SAT too yeah, anything basically standardized oh by the way I have realized that throughout this entire um you've episode, literally only referred to it as SAT SAT I've been saying standardized test though I'm sorry but like um. You know, actually, I, I'm not the best. The thing is, my test prep center, they didn't tell me to take an ACT diagnostics test. Like, I just immediately You should have. ACT. You know, I might do one now. Please you know, do. I still have time. Please do. Do it. The ACT is nice. And there you go. I'm plugging it again. again. 
Oh, you know, you keep saying that you've promoted the ACT. I have. You know, why aren't you promoted to the listeners? Okay. <laughs> you know, go into it. Have a whole right. breakdown. So, I'm going to keep this short and quick. Right, so your SAT, the order you go in is reading, writing, math no calc, and math calc. But the ACT, you do writing, math, reading, and science. So there's that thing that most people don't like about the ACT is the fact that it has a science section that you have to kind of study for all over again. It's not the same as reading or math or writing that you would do in the SAT. You have an entire new thing to do as well. But the ACT is a much faster paced like test. You don't get bored of it. At least I didn't. And it's not like like you you won't be able to sleep through it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> But the thing is, again, because it's fast-paced, you need good time management. Because in writing, you have to answer 75 questions in 45 minutes. And honestly, that sounds like a lot, but it's really not a lot. Because at least with me and writing, I just kind of like, it's kind of like second nature to me. I just go and whatever sounds right, I tick. And it's online. It's online. The ACT is an online test. So you don't have to shade. You don't have to worry about bringing pencils and uh, shading. That poor and guy that. didn't have to worry about that. Yeah, in that guy in your SAT center, if he just took the ACT, he wouldn't have to worry about shading. <laughs> no, but it's it's online. And actually, that could put people off more because you have to like kind of move the mouse and click the answer and then click the next question. That might waste time rather than just like like quickly shading it in your thing. I don't know. It's all it's all very different. But the math section in the ACT is only calculator. Oh. And there are no grid-ins. Really? There are no grid-ins <gasps> in ACT. But actually, you know, sometimes I am more concerned about the multi-choice questions because I get like an answer that isn't even there. Okay, so I'm like, okay, but then at least you know it's wrong because in the grid-ins, you don't know if your answer is even like wrong or it could be correct. Right? That's fair. Yeah, that, okay. that's true. That is good. And, and, and also, the reading and writing, and the reading and science are only 35 minutes long. And it might seem, I mean, with practice, you are able to work yourself so that you finish your questions in time. Because that's what happened. Before, I used to, I used to overshoot my time in math and reading and science. And I just, I just kept practicing and it worked out for me. And I think it should work out for a lot of people. Unless you're born with good time management skills, in which case you might not even have have a problem with it at all. If you're born with good time management skills, <laughs> you're set for life. Know that I'm we very envy you. Of you. <laughs> okay. I have such bad time management skills. I haven't even started studying for my subject stats. And I'm taking them in. Like, Hello, I haven't even realized that I have to take subjects. <laughs> <subject studies. laughs> uh, yeah. But basically, ACT is better. It's easier. Uh, here you go, man. Sonia, <laughs> the ACT. But what everyone should do is don't don't just assume like, because a lot of people know more about the SAT compared to the ACT. That is true. Actually, I didn't even know the ACT was existed. like. And and if they do know about it, they think oh the SAT is more important, but they're actually valued the same. Oh, that's great. So whatever works for you, you just do it. So it's always best to take like diagnostic like practice tests before you even start whatever coaching or self learning you're doing. Just take a practice test in both of them and figure out which is more comfortable for you. Because then you won't have to break your head about doing something that's like that doesn't work out. 
Yeah, actually, that's one thing that I recommend to everyone listening. Mm-hmm. If you guys are going to take a standardized test, always take like a practice test, diagnostic test beforehand. Because, uh, see, personally, me, whenever I go into exam hall, I have something that's like exam blackout. You know, I totally forget what all what the material is, and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. But you know, if you're familiar with how it's all gonna go, you don't get as scared or you don't get as scared. Yeah, nervous. and you know, with the whole uh, coronavirus and things, I actually like I remember hearing it from a friend. I actually took some of my practice tests with my mask on. Oh, because you'd have to sit for three hours in a stuffy room with Definitely, people yeah. with a mask on, and you'd have to like write your answers. And like in order to get used to that, it's better. Like even if you're home situation will never be as like will never be like an exam hall you can at least you know like simulate the whole like experience about wearing the mask for that long honestly though i didn't find it too bad uh when i actually wrote the test uh, a lot of people found it bad though i know people who were like oh the mask made everything so stuffy i felt like i couldn't breathe and stuff like actually that. the thing is i thought i would like masks because just you know it's fun you know you're going on public and it's harder <laughs> to recognize you but the thing is you know for Poor people like me who have glasses. Oh, it gets fogged up. up dude. The and amount of times I took off my glasses and my ACT test and rubbed them against my shirt so I could see the question clearly. It's just too many times that happened. But you know, I do like the fact that ACT is online. One thing I really stress about when I'm going into an SAT exam is whether I have the correct pencils. Oh okay. yeah, because they make a huge deal about it, don't they? Yeah. They're like, oh, number two, uh, HP. Pencils or whatever. And, and look, in America, it's fine. You know, it's a yellow one, so the pink eraser. That's fine. You can like figure it out. Okay, here we have Natraj. We have sorry. Um, we have us. Upsara. 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 And all these like, random. And the thing is, you don't know, like, because the SAT and ACT in its core are American tests. So they 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 were they originated there. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure. I'm not. I remember one time for a PSAT um, exam, like pre, like in ninth grade. Yeah, 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 the yeah. PSATs. Yeah. I accidentally brought a black color pencil. <laughs> like not a, it's not an actual pencil. I wanted like a color pencil, and then I got a purple one. And then I found then like the teacher luckily had spare, so I was like, okay, thank you God. Why would you bring color pencils it to was an exam? An accident. Funny. I thought it looked really dark, so I just took it. And so, so you're like, oh, I think this is a lead pencil. No. <laughs> that's a little that's a little sad actually do you remember before um sat and act you know we had like standardized tests in fifth grade and fourth grade oh we did i don't know if other schools did that but we had tests called the called? acer acer it was an australian standardized test type of thing is science it was mostly science smart. no there was there was there was acer for english and math and there, there was the ibt for science oh my god ibt dude i'm getting like this is like throwback thursday except jitters. it's a sunday when we're filming <laughs> oh my god Wait, because I, we left those standardized tests quote unquote standardized tests in like eighth grade from ninth grade onwards we've never even touched those because from ninth grade onwards, we had PSATs to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> but these things, they, we've had them since oh, like four. I love them, man. They were so simple. I hated them, dude. Like, I didn't study for them, but like, I would, and I wouldn't get like good scores. Dude, I got like, <laughs> like they, they, I don't know if they give you like actual scores. They give you like certificates, it's like distinction, oh, yeah. high distinction, honor. And I, I almost got, got always high distinction. I got high so distinctions. Happy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, but I, I still hated it because I was like, I didn't study for it. And I think like, little fourth grade fifth grade sixth grade me was always stressing about the wrong things so i was like oh my god my acer i didn't study for this what am i gonna do and then by the time i reached eighth grade i'm like what 
Acers. <laughs> Screw this. <laughs> the beautiful thing about the Acer and IBT is that the questions are like so simple and such a peaceful time. I don't even remember it. I don't remember how much time we had. I don't remember the types of questions. I just know that we got snacks inside the classroom. We got snacks in the classroom. <laughs> we got snacks in the classroom. And like, I remember one of the questions was, there's two water bottles outside. One is painted in black and one is painted in white. Which one absorbs more heat? And I'm like, the black one, bitch. <laughs> Like laughing, because uh, I, I, I knew the answer so well. I was like, yeah, because I mean, it's for tiny kids, you know. They're gonna have to make it easy. See, life was better when we're all tiny kids. I don't like the SAT or AC. And then you move on, and then you get to the SAT where they're like, these two lines intersect at like one point P, and there's this one angle Q on like the furthest right of your paper. Find out angle Z, which is non-existent or <laughs> somewhere. I don't know. I, the questions are just so. I mean, I, I like them. Okay, not gonna lie. Because I remember because you're a weirdo. I'm sorry. You're weird. You're a weird. <laughs> I person. remember. I remember. Uh, in in school though, I had like a friend who'd bring in like her SAT like math like workbook to try and work through problems, and I would sometimes I would sometimes work with her like during chem class and stuff when we didn't have like actual chemistry to learn. We just do SAT math. But the thing is, like those questions always. I think they were a lot harder because it was a Korean. Notebook. It was a Korean oh, like wait, textbook. I workbook. remember that. That was like a chunky workbook. It was. It was a fat thing. Huge. Okay, and and she was like, yeah, you know, I just want to get some practice, and I'm like, okay, cool, I'll I'll work with you. But the questions were actually like pretty damn hard. But when I took the ACT and I've done SAT practice tests as well, the math questions were never as hard as those because those questions we never knew how to solve. We actually had to ask our teacher. Really? Yeah, we had to ask our math teacher how to like solve this one question about like geometry or something like that and she actually had to take like time and mail us back an answer but and and as far as i remember none of my ever none of my practice tests or actual test was ever as bad as that in terms of math questions you know i'm at the point where i'm zero faith <laughs> in my math like i think the only solution for me now is just like somehow I don't know, find a magic lamp, ask someone to give me a wish where I can ace all math tests. Or, like, sit and do practice books. Like, that chunky Do practice one. books. Do it. It's fun. See, okay, I'm going to stop saying that. No, I know everyone's going to come after me. Yeah, I'm going to put a target. I put a target on my back with this episode. <laughs> uh, the one person who enjoys standardized chess and just really likes us. I, I mean, I'm sure yeah, I actually, stuff. like, I know I'm done with my ACT, but I genuinely want to go back and do it again. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually stop with this. Mm. <laughs> Sometimes I would like to punch her, but you know, I'm not a violent yeah, person. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for that. I, I, I'm so happy that she isn't a violent person. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so. Well, the, I mean. I guess we've kind of covered most of yeah. the aspects of the ACD, SCD. You heard a wonderful pitch from Sonia about why she take the SA, ACD. Mm-hmm, over mm-hmm. the SAT, I mean. But again, like, don't listen to me. It's all, it's all person to person. It's all very yeah. individu- individualistic. Just know that they're both the same. They're graded the same. They're evaluated the same. Yeah, they have the same weightage. Like people are like, oh, the SAT is the one I've heard more about. It must be more important. It's not. Okay. <laughs> the it's ACT. Not. <laughs> the ACT is equally important. So pra- do practice tests and see which one works best for you. Yeah. So because they are pretty different in terms of like style and you know your mindset so whichever one is more suited towards you just work towards that and just so that you can make yourself better in there yeah that's one major tip that we'll both give you first take a diagnostic test and once you figure out which one you want to do 
take a lot of practice tests. You know, that's like the best way to study because you're prepared yeah. and you know what questions are going to come in and you know how to tackle them. Yeah, exactly. And you know, if you can somehow convince your really smart friend to give you a booklet of all the tips and tricks <laughs> and like English and stuff to help you. But yeah, um, you can do that as well, I guess. <laughs> so actually, before we leave you, there's one thing that we wanted to mention for all those people who've already taken the SAT and um, you. You may not or have gotten the ACT. A, or the ACT. I'm sorry. Okay, or the ACT, and you may not have good, gotten a good score. There are three main reasons why you really shouldn't worry so much yeah. about the standardized exactly. test. One, admissions counselors weigh GPA over test scores. So basically, they weigh your school grades over test scores. And in school, when you're studying for exams, you have months of preparation, and you actually have teachers who teach this concept to you multiple times and things like that. And so if your school grades are great, then they don't really, they consider that more over your standardized test score. See, the thing is, what I would suggest is, of course, don't wing the oh, SAT yeah, don't, or ACT. Don't do that. Don't do Please that. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, you have to try and you do have to study and you have to like figure out how you want to yeah, attempt this figure paper. out what works best for you and give it your all. But if it doesn't work out, know that it's not the end of the world. Yeah, so don't stress out too much because if you are still a good student with a great GPA, then a low test score shouldn't scare you that bad. It won't affect you that bad. Oh, um, secondly, yeah, secondly, your your future employer isn't gonna care about your stat score. Like ten years down the line, you might be applying for a job in whatever field. They're not gonna say, "Take me to your eleventh grade ACT <laughs> score and tell me exactly what you got." They're not gonna do that to you. I mean, by then you you might you're gonna have a, like a degree in college and like however high you want to go, bachelor's, master's, whatever. Yeah. And you're gonna have some minor job experience, whatever. You're they're not gonna ask you for your standardized test score that you took in like 2020. Yeah, so moral of the story, a bad SAT score is not gonna ruin the rest of your life, okay? Once you go to university, no one's gonna give it, like, I'm not gonna swear, but no one's gonna care about it at all. Yeah, no okay. way. I mean, once, once, yeah, you yeah. work on what you want to do. You'll be fine. And finally, the last tip that I will leave you with, college admission decisions are holistic. Mm-hmm. You look at a lot of different things. Of course, SAT is important, GPA is important. But they look at your extracurriculars too. They look at your service work, if you've done any noteworthy projects. And um, they'd like to see what you're bringing in that's unique to the university. They want you for your personality, not yeah. you for your standardized test like score. your SAT score. So, so that's another reason why it shouldn't worry you so much if you get a lower than what you expect in score. Yeah. So please don't stress out too much. I don't want um, there to be like fear surrounding it. Standardized tests, while they are important, I don't want like people to like really shed their hair. Yeah, and to, like, yeah. People add to their whole lives depend on it, and they don't. I mean, while they may play a part in your college admissions, they're not as important compared to the all like Everything all the other is. things you do. Everything's important. Yeah. So. Consider it like that. It's not like the SAT is super high weightage for anything else. That yeah, but okay? everything's equal. But then again, don't give it such less importance as well. If you're doing the SAT or the ACT and you want to go study abroad, I mean, from an Indian perspective, then give it your best. It's kind of funny that you're contradicting yourself. Yeah, I know. But it's like, it's more like give it like give enough importance to it that you put in effort to try your best. Yeah. But don't like put it on a pedestal and say this is what I need to do exactly exactly yeah I agree. so you kind of just need to reach that middle point in your whole yeah that sweet spot that perfect <laughs> spot where you can just you know just it's there but it's not like over exaggerated or anything 
and most of all just enjoy your life you know i see a lot of high schoolers stressing over being in standardized tests and stuff yeah just have fun man you guys are in high school we're in high school <laughs> you guys you guys oh we're so old <laughs> uh, we're we're all in high school we're, we're all, all in this school. together we're all in this <laughs> <laughs> see no one can say that line without like i can't say that line without thinking about something uh yes Uh, a brilliant way to end an episode about standardized testing is to is high school musical. <laughs> high school musical, guys. <laughs> Do you think Troy and I would have to take standardized tests? I mean, of course. Okay? I think so. But I think it's easier on U.S. citizens. Dude, Gabriella would have gotten like a really high SAT score, wouldn't she? Yeah, definitely. I feel like I need to watch High School Musical again. Yeah, you know? I've only watched two. I haven't watched one. Huh. So right. <clears throat> Second tangent, I think. What a wonder! What a wonderful episode. We discussed Sherlock. Um, we've discussed figures. We've we discussed Sherlock figures. We've discussed Gabriella's SAT scores, and we've discussed the actual standardized test. You so, know, yeah, yeah. Let us know how you feel. Let us know your opinions. Um, you let us know your experiences if you've already taken it. Just let us know how you handled it. Yeah, you I'm can, pretty sure uh, those tips would be useful to anyone who takes it. just uh, privately message us at uh, just dm us i don't know why i said privately you that sounded like i feel like an auntie okay uh, just dm us at uh, project underscore tbh on instagram or you can mail us at care.tbh at gmail.com thank you guys so much for somehow staying through we will yes. see you in the next episode okay, bye-bye. bye bye